morning, everybody, and welcome to this week's announcements, the week of August 1st, 2021. It is almost back to school time here, and some schools in, uh, up in the Indianapolis area have already begun. A lot of schools are starting next week, um, so obviously being prepared for some schedule changes in terms of when uh, students and kids are available for visitations. I'm sure you've done that already, but um, if not, making sure we're reaching out to find out uh, bus schedules and school schedules and things like that so we can make sure we're continuing to service our clients once school gets rolling here again. It's hard to believe it's August already. Start off with some announcements here. Uh, I'm going to talk about visit rooms real quick. For those that do supervised visits in the office, remembering that the furniture in the visit room should never be moved during visits by, by anyone for any reason. Uh, this rule is in place for uh, all parties' best interests. All visit rooms are set up to take advantage of the camera's angle so as to provide the best view and record of all uh, interactions during the visitations. Uh, of course, moving of larger furniture items can end up damaging walls or potentially injuring you. Um, so we want that uh, we put the furniture in the rooms the way uh, we feel is best. So we ask for people to please not move the furniture in the visit rooms. As a reminder, uh, effective July 28, 2021, and per CDC updated guidance, all IHPS team members are required to wear masks indoors when entering uh, IHPS buildings, when in motion throughout the building, and in situations when you cannot social distance of at least six feet. This would include when clients or coworkers are in the same vehicle and during sessions when social distancing cannot occur. Uh, unfortunately, a large majority of the counties we service have a high or su substantial positivity rate of COVID-19. Uh, we're gonna continue to monitor this on a day-to-day -day basis. Uh, but we got to take control of this again because we're, we're going the wrong direction with the COVID-19 pandemic. So all IHPS employees are required to wear masks, again, when indoors in situations when you cannot social distance of at least six feet or when you're in motion throughout the building. Um, so of these CDC updates, added a recommendation for fully vaccinated people to wear a mask in public indoors, as we said in areas of substantial or high transmission, and most of our counties are. Added information that fully vaccinated people might choose to wear a mask regardless of the level of transmission, particularly if they are immunocompromised or at increased risk of severe disease, or if they live or share a household with someone who is also immunocompromised at risk of severe disease or not fully vaccinated. Added a recommendation for fully vaccinated people who have known exposure to someone with or confirmed COVID-19 to be tested three to five days after exposure and to wear a mask in public indoor settings for 14 days or until they receive a negative test result. And they're also recommending that um, all teachers, staff, students, and visitors in schools um, are returning to masks in the classrooms. So again, we're, we've kind of gone in the, in the wrong direction with this, but... Um, uh, we're still encouraging people to get the vaccine. Uh, many places such as Meyer, Walmart, Sam's Club, CVS, Walgreens, uh, other large grocery stores are offering the free vaccine to people. You can also uh, go to uh, any Google search and type in your location and uh, where can I get a vaccine and it's going to give you the locations you can go to for that. Uh, we're continuing to provide a bonus of two hours of uh, uh, of your work time, PTO time, or equivalent to your salary for those who provide uh, proof of full vaccination. 
We have to remember to continue uh, to never come to work when you're ill, uh, when you have a fever, uh, especially um, if you have any unexplained cough or sneezing, uh, if it's not anything normal or routine for you personally, probably a good idea to consult with HR. Make sure we're continuing to wash our hands with a frequent hand hygiene and, uh, and also sanitizing any frequently touched surfaces. All of our offices are still equipped with sanitizer and masks, um, so make sure you're taking advantage of those if you don't have those uh, supplies yourself. So please um, uh, understand that this is frustrating for everybody and uh, that we have gone backwards here, but it's something we have to do to take control of this once again. We have to continue to also screen your clients and those that you're working with to ensure that they are not affected. So before you go to the home or the first question you should ask if they don't have telephones is to ask them if they are currently um, affected with COVID-19 or if anyone in their home is affected with COVID-19 or if they are currently on a mandated uh, quarantine or isolation. Um, so then you can then uh, consult with supervision uh, we don't want you to put you in situations where you can potentially have to quarantine because you were close proximity to someone. And again, that's determined if you were within someone within six feet of them for greater than 15 minutes over a 24-hour period of time. So again, social distancing is always very important with this. That helps a lot, but sometimes you can't do that. Um, so again, we have to make sure we're screening clients to ensure they're not uh, currently infected with COVID-19 or they're not on a quarantine or been around someone um, either. Another reminder, the Indiana has a scholarship fund to assist essential workers with childcare and early education. You can do a Google search for Brighter Futures Indiana scholar and scholarships to see if you qualify. Families can receive up to a 60% scholarship for childcare before and after school programs and preschool. Your childcare provider must be participating in the program for you to qualify though, so you want to check with them on that. Again, that's Brighter Futures Indiana and scholarships. Another reminder, if you uh, have pers chosen personal use for your company car, with the employee's request and approval of IHPS management, an employee may keep a car if needed during regular time off or paid time off. Trips beyond 500 miles one way and never to exceed 1,000 miles are prohibited unless approval has been given by management and human resources. If an employee travels under these circumstances or uses a company car for any personal use, the employee will be responsible for fuel costs beyond 500 miles of their home address. So make sure you're doing some checks of what 500 miles would be, and after that point, you're responsible for fuel purchases. Personal payments for fuel should, be, should reduce the amount of tax, which is based on miles driven. Remember to report personal, uh, personal use fuel purchase on the monthly, monthly company car report. Trips beyond 500 miles are regulated as indicated below and are uh, by your anniversary year. So if you've been with IHPS for less than one year of service, you're allowed to, to take one trip when you drive beyond 500 miles one way. If you've been with IHPS for one year, it's two trips. If you've been with IHPS between two to five years, you're allowed three trips beyond 500 miles one way. And if you've been with IHPS for six plus years, you're allowed to take four trips uh, beyond 500 miles one way. A reminder, trips beyond 1,000 miles one way are strictly prohibited and will not be approved. And formal requests to use your personal car uh, beyond five, for your personal use company car but by, beyond 500 miles one way during PTO or regular days off must be sent to hr at ihps.us and you'll get a response. 
and failure to comply with this policy as indicated above may result in the loss of company car personal use benefits. Reminder again, if you uh, have any maintenance requests through our maintenance department, there's a, there is a maintenance help request on Casewind. That's for things involved around the building, supplies in your office, car seats, company vehicle questions. Um, one of the simplest ways to do so is to go to the maintenance help request on Casewind. You're going to go to Casewind homepage, choose resources, and in the resources near the bottom, choose maintenance request. And you'll have the opportunity to change the, uh, select a category, and then an email will directly go to our maintenance department, and you can um, they'll reach out to you as soon as possible to discuss your request. Reminder for community visit locations. So if you're doing supervised visitations and they have been, been approved to be in the community by the case manager, make sure you're also talking to your team leader about those locations so that we can make sure that it's places that we find safe as well or it's places that we have been asked not to do visits at. Uh, places, uh, for example, in uh, uh, Region 14, the Commons Mall, in Region 16, the Central Library, in Evansville are a couple places or the Bedford Library in Region 13 come to mind. Uh, there's a different, there's also a more comprehensive list in the Field Staff Practice Guide on one, page 148. But remember, we have to get approval from your team leader, and approval from the family case manager is not enough, so make sure if the community visit has been approved, you're also talking to your uh, supervision team about locations and if uh, we deem them to be safe or not. Remember, um, for subpoenas, while you can use emails from the family case manager or the DCS attorney with the workers and client names, date and time to appear in court, a subpoena is always preferred. And we must always have a subpoena for private attorneys or emails and will not be accepted as a reason to appear from anybody that's not the Department of Child Services. If you've been asked to attend court or you do have a subpoena, make sure you're reaching out to Margie Fox. You can reach, uh, reach out to Margie at m. Fox at IHPS.us, or you can call Margie here at the office, 812-479-1856, extension 354. We're down to just a handful of people. I think most of those people are on a leave that haven't done the employee handbook yet. Uh, so if you haven't signed off on the employee handbook and acknowledged it, make sure you do so. But I'm pretty sure for the most part, everyone's done that. Reminder for, our, again, our Region 15 TB testing. If you haven't had a TB test in the past six months, you need to reach out to Elizabeth Atterbury to discuss locations, and she'll get that set up for you. And if you're a Region 13 team, team member you need and you haven't had a TB test in the past six months, you can visit either the IU Health Services Occupational Medicine at 3443 West 3rd Street in Bloomington or IU Health Occupational Medicine in Bedford at 2900 West 16th to complete your annual TB test. And again, if you haven't had one the past six months, that's required. And if you have questions or can't remember when you got your last one, again, reach out to Elizabeth Atterbury in the Human Resources Department, and she will be able to assist you with that. A couple uh, final announcements here. Parent Cafe for the month of August. Back to school is the topic this time. So Parent Cafes are transformative conversations about things that matter, and back to school is obviously a big one right now. Routines get changed once again when we get into August. These are all done through Zoom. Meetings are occurring this month, August 3rd, which is the recording day here, from 5.30 to 7 Eastern Time. August 12th, from 12 to 1.30 Eastern. August 26th, from 5.30 to 7 Eastern. And the last one, August 31st, from 12 to 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time. 
Again, that's back to school parent cafes. These are done through Zoom. You can find out or get the links by going to the Facebook page and just do a search for at IHBS Parent Cafe. You can follow the page on Facebook to always keep updated. You can also reach out to Ashley Beeler at 812-929-0549 or call Ashley uh, or email Ashley at abeeler at ihbs.us. We also still have the Recovery Community Cafes uh, for the month of August. Topics for Recovery Community Cafe are Understanding Your Triggers. Offerings are Thursday, August the 5th from 5.30 to 7 Central Time or 6.30 to 8 Eastern Time. And then the next one would be Tuesday, August 17th, 8.30 a.m. to 10 Central or 9.30 to 11 Eastern. You can also find uh, the links to these Zoom meetings also on the IHBS Parent Cafe Facebook page. And remember the Re Recovery Community Cafes are opportunities for people in all stages of their recovery journey and those who support them to connect with community and build strategies for success. So if you have questions, again, you can reach out to um, Amanda Colvin or Ashley Beeler about those. And uh, Ashley, or I'm sorry, Amanda can be reached at 812-583-1480. Or again, Ashley is 812-929-0549. Uh, again, guys, we've got to wear our masks again. We've got to be very conscious of social distancing. Uh, when at all possible, we need to social distance. Regardless if you're vaccinated or unvaccinated, masks are now required until we continue to monitor uh, infection rates in our local areas. We'll continue to update you on this. Please continue to screen clients and taking all the safety precautions that have been pushed now since now March of 2020. Uh, we got to continue to do this to knock these infection rates down, guys. So uh, take this very seriously once again. Um, we hope everyone has a good week. And uh, take care and be safe out there.